I'm your host, Samia. And I'm Demetrius. And welcome to Let's Talk About It. I'm going to talk about how people be bragging when they have multiple jobs. I have a buddy I invite to events and stuff. He can't show up because he got two jobs. He's always bragging about his two jobs. But come to find out, he got two part-time jobs. I think that really equals one job. And how can you not make it the events? I don't know. People have different priorities. Um, I would personally say a job is a job. You know, you don't have to clock in to have a job. Yeah, but I say you can't brag about having two jobs when they both four-hour jobs. Well, I don't think you should be bragging, period. I think you should be humble in all things. But if you have two part-time jobs, you're writing a book. Um, I could say I have multiple jobs, and I don't clock in to none. So, you know, I'm in private practice as a therapist, uh, working on my screenplay, my movie, writing my third book, um, among many other things, besides being a wife and a mother. So jobs, I don't feel like, has anything to do with clocking in and clocking out. And I don't think he should be bragging about it, but at the same time, yeah, he may have two jobs, but what else does he do outside of those two jobs? Because that could be a job within itself. Well, he doesn't do much of nothing. That's what I'm saying. It's the point of he can't show up because he got two jobs. Well, maybe he's he just making... to the barbecue because you got two jobs. You can't go out for a night out because you got two jobs. But your two jobs is only eight hours. Maybe it just sounds like he's in love. Do you got kids? I only got multiple kids. Okay, so then if you got multiple kids, then obviously he has priorities, which is a job. What if you want to say that? Yeah, I mean, it just depends on the person's priorities. It's one thing is so... Does he have multiple jobs or is he making up excuses? Well, then just say somebody making up excuses because a job is not defined by whether you clock in or, or clock in or not. A job is defined on basically being work. Anything could be defined as a job. How do you feel about people gossiping and tell you something but tell you, don't say I told you? It depends. No, uh, I think that's kind of messy. If you don't tell me something, have the balls and be like, "Yo, you can tell them I said it." Because it depends on if I if I offer the information or you ask the information. If I offer or you're asking for it. Like what you mean? You gotta clarify that. Mm, for an example, so I feel like if somebody goes into trying to tell you some information and say don't say anything, I do my question. Well, it then also depends. Be gossiping. What makes it gossip though? Because if you're afraid of your name being in it, apparently you hide it for some reason. That's not necessarily gossip, and sometimes people just don't want to be involved in the and mess. Once again, you shouldn't run your mouth. Well, okay. For example, so let me go back and let me explain. So. Let's say, I always go back to the person's motive behind saying it. Are you saying it with ill intent? Are you saying it because you really feel like this person should be informed about this specific information that would help them or benefit them in some type of way? So it just depends on the heart and the motive behind the person who's saying it. Mm, I don't know about that. So you I, I say if you, you, if you got the balls to spread, spread something, you should be able to... Uh, have the speak up when it comes back around to you. 
Now, if you don't want to be involved in nothing, you shouldn't speak about nothing. I agree. Now, if you're just sitting there having a conversation and just... Slip up or something? No, not even slip up. I see a lot of people, they, they're... But again, it goes back to the motive. They're just pretty much talking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's the motive behind it? Well, that's because if it's in the envy and jealousy motive behind it, it don't even have to be envy really and jealousy. Some people just run their mouth so much they forget they saying stuff. And so in a situation like that, don't say I don't. don't know how you forget to say something like no. What I'm out. saying is, you see a lot of people that have a conversation, and they're talk they're talking aimlessly. They're they're not talking with an intent or a purpose just running their mouth or they could just be one to gossip a lot or just be messy and always talking about somebody else's business so in a situation like that no you shouldn't say don't say i said nothing because what is your reasoning for saying it in the first place now someone comes and asks me is my mate cheating or just something along those lines it's like some serious information that would benefit them and they ask me and i say don't tell me anything because a lot of times You'll tell someone something to benefit them, and then they go tell their mate or somebody else, and then you're in the crossfire. Now, this person doesn't like you, and all you were doing was trying to help a friend. So I say it depends on the motive behind it. Okay. You know, so now you tell your girlfriend some information that she asked about her. Let's not say she even asked about it because I'm loyal. If I see somebody out doing something and it's somebody that I care about, obviously I'm going to tell them. But then when you tell your mate and then they don't like me, obviously that's going to affect our relationship because if you don't leave this person, then they're mad at me. So now you put me in a situation and I was just ultimately trying to help you. That's why I said it depends on the, on, on the motive. What is the reasoning behind you saying? If I'm trying to help you and I don't want to be caught in a crossfire, I would hope that you would preserve my name. Now, if somebody's just being messy and just talking and gossiping and discussing people's business and, you know, assassinating someone's character and different things like that, and then say, oh, don't say I said anything. Well, absolutely, I'm going to say you said it because why are you saying it in the first place? But when somebody's bringing information to you to help you, no, nah, I definitely don't think you should put their name in the crossfire. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if you don't. Don't, don't come tell me something. It's the motive. Don't say nothing. It's again, it's the I'm motive. It's the motive behind it. Now, I do hate when people bring stuff to me and say, don't say anything because yeah, it prevents me from. Guy. Well, I feel like it prevents me from. Well, I don't like when they say, I don't care if they say, don't say my name. I hate when they say, don't say nothing because. Now it prevents me from getting to the bottom of the situation. So now I just have to go based on your word and what you said. Yeah, and I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know if it's true. Now in a situation like that, it's like, what do you mean don't say anything? Because you're bringing this information to me and I can't see clarification. So I don't know if it's true or not. And not even to say the person may be lying. I just know people's perceptions and interpretations is not always accurate based on their own experiences. You know, you can say hi. And you have five different people say, you know, one person may say that high was an attitude. One person may say they were excited. One person may say they're sad. So it's all dependent upon the interpretation of the person. So when you say, don't say nothing, you leave me in a messed up situation because now I can't even address this person to see if it's accurate or get to the bottom of the issue. If there is even an issue based on what you're saying. Exactly. I like resolution. And when I can't get resolution, that's a problem for me. So anybody out there that knows me, don't bring something to me unless you're going to allow me 
to get to the bottom of it, unless I just don't care. Now, if you come to me with some information and I absolutely don't care about the relationship, I'm nine times out of 10 not going to ask the person because I really don't care anyways. And that's what I think it boils down to, too. Who are they bringing you information about? You know, if it's somebody that you really couldn't care less about, you're not going to go seek and want to know, you know, what's behind the information. I mean, well, nine times out of ten, people ain't going to bring you no information on somebody that you don't care about. It's somebody in your circle, you know, because they got uh, it's a motive behind it. But see, that goes to character, too. And even what you're saying with motive, like if somebody brings me information to somebody in my circle, people that I'm really, really close with, nine times out of ten, based on what you're saying, I could kind of toss it or take it. Just based on character. If somebody talking about me, what are you coming back telling me? Shit, handle it. Wait, what are we saying? We're saying, wait, okay, I'm getting confused. So are you saying somebody's bringing something to you about your circle or your circle is bringing something to you about someone outside of the circle? Oh, because if somebody brings something to me about my immediates, my circle, then based on character, then I'm going to kind of size it up based on that. Because my philosophy in life is if you do it to them, you'll do it to me. So if you still live somebody else out somebody else's house, nine times out of ten, you're still out of mine. I don't believe in you only do it to certain people. Character is character. You know, if you sleep with this person's husband, you'll probably try to sleep with mine. And that's just my mentality. What you do to others, you'll do to me. So... I base my relationships on watching people how they treat other people around them. So, so if you, you do say, it to... So, it's, so you're saying, like, basically, if you're doing it, you're going to do it to anybody no matter what. I believe that. I, I believe that's character. You know, I, that's kind of fishy line because, you know, back in the day, I used to steal. I wouldn't steal from people, but I stood, stole from stores. You know what I'm saying? So you can't sum it up. I'm a thief all the way around. It's just I was a blue-collar thief. So what do you got to say about that? I mean, because. But you have. I've never stole from nobody. Personally, no. Yeah, you have. Who wouldn't I steal somebody? I'm not going to say it, but yeah, you have. No, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, you have. I mean, the the little ice cream man pushing the car. No, that's not somebody. somebody that you knew personally. What I steal. And that's why. I, s- no, I don't know. I you know. stole I mean, the caller ID or something out their house, but you stole. What I steal. The caller ID or something like that, but you a took caller it. ID. Yeah. No, I didn't steal the caller ID. You did, and well, you probably don't remember, it, but you did. I'm gonna bring it, bring, bring it up. What hmm? caller ID? You want me to sit on the air? Yeah, okay. Shit, what caller ID I stole? You stole that on Dessa's house. A caller ID? Yes. Look, I doubt it. First of all, the caller IDs was free from any phone company. You sure? Yeah, that's sure. Okay, but the bottom line is, so you're saying you only stole out of the store, right? Yeah, well, I did steal from people, no. Okay, so did it matter which store you were still out of? No, but what about my point I was getting to? You can't sum it up that a person do one thing will do it to everybody. I don't know. That's my philosophy on life. Character is character. You know what I'm saying? I think if somebody has something that you wanted bad enough, if you well, was, let's even take it to the next step, Arthur. Like, say you married and the guy was an asshole. And then now, all of a sudden, he get married again. Now, he's this perfect gentleman. That's different, you though. Know what I'm saying? That's a change of character. So, you're saying people... People, people can change. change. People can change. But what I'm saying is, if you have certain characteristics about yourself... Okay, let's say, for example, 
let's take action. We'll leave action in it. But let's say a person is a liar. You think they're just going to only lie to certain people? Nah, if you a pathological liar, you're a liar. Like, there's no such thing as I only lie to this person. (laughs) So you don't think a liar is a liar? No, I think a liar would lie to protect himself from whatever he's going to lose. I mean, some liars lie for anything. Some liars would lie, you know what I'm saying? I do think people would lie in a certain situation. I'm not talking about a person. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm talking about characteristics. Everybody has, nobody's perfect all the time. So what I'm saying is, I definitely think there's people that will lie to protect themselves if they were in a situation that would cause them to be in trouble. I believe most people would. So if they're always in trouble. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, if you're always in trouble, that's a part of character, which means you are, uh, living a chaotic lifestyle and you're making bad decisions. So that would be decision making. So I definitely wouldn't let you make no decisions for me because you're always making bad decisions for your own life. But hold on, let me finish. Hold on, but let me say, so so somebody living a chaotic lifestyle, guarantee you got a messy house. No, not necessarily. That is not the same thing. You could be clean and want to clean your house, but still always have chaos around. No, I can't because I know people that are very chaotic and have traffic in and out their house, but they like their house clean. So, not necessarily. I guess that depends on the person. But what I'm saying is if you're always lying, you're a liar, I don't think you're going to say, hmm, I'm going to lie to him, but I'm not really going to lie to her. I just don't buy that. It depends on the motive. Character. We're all, we're going back to character. Even when you go back to stealing out of the stores, you weren't a thief. I think it was more uh, fun. And you only stole out of the store like three or four times. You acting like this was ongoing. Maybe not even four times. And this is when you was like, what, in high school, maybe two or three times? So you're not saying something in terms of your character. This was basically things that you've done periodically or every blue moon it wasn't something that was character i'm talking about character when a person lies all the time they're not gonna say they're not gonna like decipher between i'm gonna lie to this person but i'm always gonna tell this person the truth you lie you're just a liar like if you're a manipulative person you're you're gonna manipulate situations you're not gonna say hmm I don't think I'm going to manipulate this situation. It's a part of your character, huh? It's in their blood. No, it ain't in their blood because anybody's entitled to change, but I believe character's character. Just like if you're promiscuous, right, and you sleep around, you sleep with people's mates, I don't think you're then going to say, hmm, he's attractive, but because I know this person, I'm not going to sleep with their mate. Is it... Well, I'm going to say this. There's a chance that they may not. But my thing is I go back to character and I watch how you treat the people around you. And I'm not saying every single person is going to behave that way, but I feel like it's a red flag and it's a telltale sign about a person. So if you see them, you see a person doing that to other people, then you might want to open your eyes and just have that inkling or take that note. And save it and, and, and put it in the back of your head and say, they might do it to me. 
So I might want to be cautious of how I interact with this person. So basically you saying if it's in their character, it's most a higher percentage they do it to you. So like basically if you was interviewing Bill Cosby, it's a high percentage he pop a pill in your drink. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, my abs are for working out. Wait a minute. Even though that was wait, like wait, wait, years wait, ago, wait, 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 but she still feel like it's a high, high percentage, she might pop a pill. I don't day. know Bill Cosby, right? And so I don't know what Bill Cosby did or didn't do. I don't know if Bill Cosby at this point in his life is still popping pills in people's drinks, if he did at all. So that's kind of irre an, an irrelevant. But no, it's part of his character. I don't so know. So 30 years from now, you say your character could be different. You could relive a whole new character. But was he popping pills in everybody's drink? I don't know that. I don't know that. But I do think, you know, it, okay, let's say, for example, let's say a serial killer. If I know there's a serial killer and they're killing women and raping women, do I'm just going to exclude myself or I'm going to say they probably might rape and try to kill me too. Probably not as tight. True. Serial killers got certain types, blonde hair, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if, okay, if they had a pattern of a certain type, I still wouldn't exclude myself because that's a part of your character. I'm still going to be leery and watch you. So even if you never stole from anybody I know and you're still out of all these people's house, I'm still going to watch you. I may not even let you come to my house because whether if you do it to me or not, there's going to be a precaution that you might do it. And because of that, I'm going to pay attention to that. Now, do you think that could rub off? Do you think these character traits is spiritual? You know, a, a liar, you think it's a spiritual lying demon or something? Well, all sin is attached to a spirit. But so why are we even off, going there? To rub off to you. No, no. What do you mean rub off to you? I think everything in life is a choice. Everything you do is a choice. So before there's a choice, there's a thought. But what I'm what I'm asking because let's say um, apparently Bill Cosby had an issue. I don't want to talk about Bill Cosby because I don't. I wasn't in the courtroom. I don't know what his disposition says. I don't. But but I don't think his son would would fall in that same guideline. Not knowing what his dad was doing. But he was doing it. You think his son would have fell into that pattern of lifestyle? Everything is a choice. I do think our upbringing influences in a major way. I do believe that the things that we see placed in kids don't do what we say. Kids don't do what parents say. They do what they do. And so if these certain behaviors were in front of him, there's a high percentage that he may be like that, well, but he may not also be like that. So no, I don't think it's a no, I don't think it's a bloodline. I don't think it's a bloodline. I think it's a choice. So, I think so, behaviors uh, learned, and I think what you see, you you copy. And so, but what if your parents hide it from you? Then he never saw it. But you can still feel that energy. You can feel the feel that spirit. You can you can feel when you when you go home and it's a bad vibe in your household. You can know your parents are you because you can feel that energy. So even though they ain't see it, they can feel it. So he felt the energy of his dad slipping roofies no, and people's drinks. No, I could jump on something else. You still on Pill Cosby? Pill Cosby. <laughs> you know what? 
I'm just okay. I'm off to a whole new subject of okay. parents hiding stuff they do and thinking that kids can't pick up on that vibe and, and translate it to the kids. Did I lose you? You don't understand what I'm saying? I understand exactly what you're saying. I like definitely say think... Say your parents are alcoholic, but they don't drink in front of you. You never see them with a drink. But you know if they're drunk. A, the child grow up to be an alcoholic. Because you're looking at the behavior. But just because I don't ever see you take a sip and put it, a drink to your lips or your mouth doesn't mean that I don't understand at a certain age your behavior is the same that you're drunk. Now, how do you feel about parents hiding the truth from their kids? Like, give you an example, like, um, daddy's on vacation with that nigga really in jail. I don't know. I think every parent is different, but my philosophy is being open and honest with my kids. Um, I've never been one to hide things from them because I think, uh, I really feel like when you lie about who you are and what you've done, there's a disconnect. I'm open. I do think there's a, a certain age where kids should be privy to certain things um, about your life. I don't think, you know, it's just a certain age, but I'm open with my kids about my whole life, what I've been through, what I've been through with you. I don't, there's nothing off the tables because I want my kids to know me, the real me. And I tell them the good and the bad. You know, everything about mom is not good. I think a lot of times kids grow up thinking their parents have these halos and then grow up and become adults and like you're nothing that I thought you were because of the lies, because of the mask and what they want to portray instead of who they really are. And do you think that would be an effect on a child? Since my parents always wore a mask, you think that child will grow up wearing a mask throughout life? Again, behaviors talk. Kids don't do what we say. They watch what we do. They do what we do. So I'm not going to say everything you watch your parent, you know, that you've seen your parent do, you're going to do. Some people be just like, will be just like their parents. Some people will be the total opposite. But the bottom line is behavior is learned, and what you see, you, you mimic. So they don't have to say it. They could just watch their actions. Just like you see a mother in an abusive relationship, then her daughter's in an abusive relationship. Why? Because she watched you teach her this is what a relationship is or what it's supposed to be because they're doing what you're doing. Now, do you think, like, the Internet and TV could play an influence on your child? Like, say, um, let's say, let's go to Lifetime because Lifetime always played them battered women's stories. But it's always a message behind it, too. They don't just leave them battered. And but they always play victim roles. They, and it's, it's some kind of border man bash show. So it's like if your, your child constantly watching shows and stuff like that, you think they will <laughs> come up to grow up and be a victim? No, I'm serious. I mean, your Lifetime is a male bashing show, and people don't want to admit, but... Why do you think it's a male bashing show? They have a lot of good stuff. I don't think it's always just... It's about this... It's women portrayed as, like, corrupt men... They have real, you know, good shows about social media with kids in today's time. Uh, why do you think it's a male bashing show? So what I'm saying, do you think TV and Internet could influence your child? Absolutely. Anything that's in their environment can have an influence on your child, period. In the house and outside of the house. Sound about right. But the question is, how much are you influencing your child? There's always going to be external influences. Well, but that's what I'm saying, because when we was growing up, it wasn't... There really, was influences. I mean, it was people outside, and, you know, we only but had there was 13 a, channels. 
you know. But, but there was, there were still influences. Not as today's society today. I mean, it's not. No, it's, it's not it's, to the degree of you could just get on your phone and you see certain stuff. I mean, social media is like saw porn or porn. I mean, you couldn't just turn on TV. I mean, I seen a little Hey Dick commercial about some sick. Was it the cigarettes? I think. I had to rewind it and was like, wait, 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 what? So, of course, we weren't, you know, privy or seeing things like that on TV. So, I mean, it's definitely way different than when we were growing up. But at the same time, there's always influences, always, whether it's a person at school, whether it's people in your family, whether it's the neighbors, whatever. Like, there's always going to be external influences. When we was growing up, it was a break. You go home, it's a break from being influenced. But your today's household time, has influences. Today's time, but you're still being influenced. Four hours, something getting drilled in your head. Look, it's 24 hours because even if there wasn't social media, and you're trying to make it sound way old because it was social media, not to the extent it is now, but it was then. But, but at the okay, but look, the class of learning. But listen, when it first came out, I was ahead of the curve. Okay, you was ahead of the curve. But listen, so pretty I much. Pretty much, now you made me forget what I was about to say. Yeah, that internet class <laughs> back in 95. Okay, so listen. Know what the was. So basically, your kids are going to have influence in the household. The question is, what type of influences are there? There's always influences, some negative, some positive, but in your household. So it's 24 hours a day. What's, what's the, what are the type of influences that they're getting? That is the question. But but I, I, I can't I gotta disagree with that because you saying that the influence in the house I see people that grew up in Christian homes be the baddest ass kids. What so do where did their influence come from? What does a Christian have to do with it though? Because that's an upbringing household. You can't but who's to say they were? Dad. But 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 but, like, but but listen. But who says that these households were practicing? You know, practicing in a way that would be, you know, in a good light. But, but, because I don't want to say that, you know, everybody that is doing the right thing, it may be, you know, grounded in Christian principles are doing are not doing because that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying even in some of these households, they may not have been practicing in, you know, giving a good impression to their kids. But at the same time, you still have parents that's doing everything the right way. And they still have kids that are horrible because, again, it goes back to choice. Everybody has the freedom of choice. So you can have positive influences in front of you all day long. But that doesn't mean that you are going to. That doesn't mean that you're going to. No, it doesn't. I mean, you see a lot of people that come from great homes, and then you look at the kid and like, what happened? And the pain. That don't make you a bad person, though, because I know a lot of criminals that's got. I'm not going to say a bad person. It makes you make bad decisions. So what I'm saying is, just because your parent does all the right things in front of you, does not necessarily mean that you're not going to make bad decisions. And let's be honest, I don't think there's a person alive. And if they are, come show me. I'm going to tell you a liar to your face. Because there's not one person on this earth that has not made a bad decision. The question is, how long do you keep making those decisions until you get a clue? People that think they ain't made a bad decision. I never disagree with that. I don't care what they they think. This is not about, listen, 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 listen. This is not about, listen, Linda, listen. (laughs) 
This is not about them making bad thinking whether or not they're making bad decisions. The bottom line is everyone in life at some point has made a bad decision, whether they agree with it or not. Because if they haven't, that would mean that they have they have been born into the world perfect. Nobody has been born into this world perfect. Now, at some point, you can start making positive decisions and it's ongoing. But at some point, everyone has made a bad decision. Mm-hmm. And if you it haven't, you're very rare and I want to meet you. It just depends on what the, the, I don't get it, the bad decision because everything I choose is best for me. So how could you say I made a bad decision? Everything you've chosen in your life was best for you. Exactly. And At how did that, that time. T- But how did that turn so out? it doesn't mean it's a bad decision. It wasn't best for you, though. But you okay, okay, okay. I'm going to give you a prime example. I'm going to give you a prime example. I'm stressed out. I pop a, a molly. And to the viewers, no, I do not do drugs. I just want to make that clear. This is just a hypothetical situation. You, you so, feel good at the moment you made the right decision. Hold on. I pop a molly, right? I'm stressed out. They, they know you because it's not. Listen, listen, listen. Anymore. So I overdose. But I thought that was the right decision. But really, was that right? The dis- right it, decision it for the me? the right decision if you want to die. But no, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, that's but that's my point. Is, but that is my point. I just, but, but in that moment, I was just thinking to get high, not to die. But so my point is, every decision that you make, even though you think it's good for you, is not always good because there's consequences behind it. So even though you say you've always made the right decision. consequences behind the good decisions. So you really want to sit here and say every decision you made. At the moment. Because that's going to turn into because, a whole. Because you make a decision at the time that you feel like it's best for you. You because feel. Okay, so now you're changing it. You feel like it's best for you. But in all reality, when you come when it comes down to it, was it really good for you? The cat got your tongue? Exactly my point. My point. Because just because you think it's a good decision at that time doesn't mean it was an actual good decision for you. That's why I said everybody makes bad decisions. Of course, if you thought it was a bad decision in that moment, you wouldn't do it. But this, we're selfish people. We do stuff to gratify ourselves for temporary gratification. But in that temporary gratification, what is the consequence behind it? So like I said, everybody in life at some point has made a bad decision. Jesus didn't. But um, on to your topic. Wow. You can't even admit <laughs> that you was wrong, that you just said a bogus... Uh, Statement, and you don't even want to no, take no. it back because you want to be prideful. Come on, what's, what you got? So, I got a whole lot of stuff. Jesus, right Jesus did make all the right decisions. That's why he is the example. The only one that came and can't be. Um, we were on the car this. We were in the car this morning. We were on the treadmill. So we. We're exercising this morning. We got out the car, went to the gym. You had your headphones on. Because you had your headphones on and you were like talking to yourself. And I was like, hit you like, okay, what are you talking about? So I want you to get into that. Like, why were you so heavily, heavily into the topic about Kanye or whatever? Oh, because basically everybody feel like I guess the bigger you are, the more you you basically, you don't have your own opinion no more. It's like, 
you gotta go with the flow unless everybody gonna bash you and shit. And I get the same I get the same backlash too because I run Grindface TV. So I'll write my own caption on my own damn page and then people wanna get upset because it's my opinion. Like damn, when did I stop having my own damn opinion? So basically it's I feel like people want you to be who they want you to be and you can't you can't speak and be have your own thoughts unless they gonna attack you. How do you feel about that? Like, the bigger you get, the more you can't really speak your mind because people will attack you if it's not with the flow. I just feel like everybody has the right to have their own beliefs, values, and opinion. Um, I don't think anyone should ever be attacked for how they feel. It's either This is my thing in life. Either you agree or you don't. You know, um... I hear people say, oh, this person got a platform. They should be doing this, that, and this. But I, that's according to your beliefs and values. You know, and it's a lot of stuff I don't agree with. But at the same time, I feel like I feel like you do more you do more damage by spending so much time talking about what the person is doing that you don't like instead of using your own platform for the things that you do like. You but know, they don't spend their time building their own platform. What do you mean? Ain't nobody listening to their ass. Everybody has a platform. If you if you live in a household, you have a platform because your platform is that house. If you're a teacher, your platform is your students. If you're a friend, your platform is your... Everybody has a platform because unless you're just an isolated person and you don't speak to anyone all day long, which is hard to believe. I mean, there may be people out there, but I'm just saying, even if you go to work, you have a platform, you have coworkers. And so my thing is, instead of spending so much time on what you don't like about what somebody else is doing, I feel like you should use that platform to talk about what you want to be heard, you know, getting your message out there. Because at this, you know, this point in my life, I don't really care about what the next person is doing or not. Um, I may not agree, but I'm not going to spend so much time focused on what somebody did that I didn't like because that's taken away from the time that I could be using talking about the things I want to be heard. Exactly. Yeah, but you had me laughing in the gym now. I was like, why is he talking to himself? This must be really deep. How do you feel about, um, because I start my day, I've started to start my day off with um, motivation, you know. How do you how do you think that plays out in a person's life when they start and end their day with something positive? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't think that really affects how your day goes. Really? Yeah. I, I think it does. I, well, I'm gonna say for me, it definitely does. Um, because thoughts come in all forms in the sense of it could be TV, it could be a phone conversation, it could be what's being said in the house, it could be just whatever. And I just feel like, um, you know, when I deposit positivity, it makes my brain focus and my mind focus on positivity. You know, so when I go to sleep, I didn't just watch this crazy movie and now I'm having all this type of dreams that I don't like in terms of going to sleep on a positive note and feeding that into my spirit and now my dreams are more peaceful and positive. It just sounds like you got a weak mind to me. Because I, I could watch a crazy movie and go to sleep and don't have no dream. You don't even remember what you dream about. Because I don't have no dreams. That's what I'm telling you. 
my mind is hard to penetrate. I don't think you I don't think you <laughs> realize that you have dreams and you just don't remember. So you saying I block my dreams out? I just think some people dream and don't remember what they dream about. I mean it could be possible you don't no, dream, but I sleep with you. But I sleep with you. So I see the turning it you talking to you. So I know you, you're thinking about something. So you just don't remember. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you have questions, comments, please feel free to write us and let us know. And if you like our podcast, support it, share it, tell other people about it. And until next time, as I always say, continue to break cycles. Make sure you subscribe to our uh, podcast channel. Let's talk about it.